2: Yo, what is up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Moto Aftermath show, episode number 198. We are here wrapping up our first East-West showdown of the year from Atlanta Motor Speedway. And this show is coming to you immediate post-race. So, we have just finished watching the broadcast. It is officially 606 here now. Uh, so yeah, so we are, um, we're going to give our thoughts on what we saw. We're going to try to call a couple people here and, uh, we'll see what we can get.
1: <sighs>
2: That's how it went. Uh, we're going to see what we can make happen here. So this will not be quite as in-depth as normal, uh, as everyone knows in a strange turn of events, it is uh, Easter weekend here. We don't have the weekend off. Um, so in an effort to make some time for all of our families here tomorrow, we are doing the show today, uh, so the show might, like I said, might not be as in-depth, but we're trying. Also, as you may notice, uh, we don't really have the video going. Um, we are in the process of moving the studio around in the shop here, um, so we are uh, we are audio only right now because we are kind of in a room that is not finished and full of a bunch of shit. So, uh, yeah, here we are, needless to say. But before we get started, let's thank our sponsors here uh so first off just want to thank energy fuel because it's the best fucking drink out there keep yourself fueled energized and strong from start to finish pick yours up today at CoachRobStore.com. rob uh, also want to thank premier custom trailers if you need a trailer commercial or residential premier custom trailers has what you need uh they put the custom in customer service check them out at premiercustomtrailers.com also want to thank tlr coatings your number one source uh for custom powder coating and coating. Located in southwest Michigan and serving the surrounding area for over five years. Check them out at TLRcoatings.com or at TLR on all the major social media networks. Also on board with us here: Holster Co. JT Cycle Gutterworks, Dirt Bike Depot, Adept Creative Co. Alias Sport, Isaac Nelson Designs, and Clutch Media. Uh, there are merch links, there are Patreon links, there's Amazon links, there's all sorts of links in the description down below, as well as links and discount codes for all the sponsors we just listed. Um, and they, like I said, they're in the description down below, so if you want to check any of those out or help us out at all, uh, make sure to click in the links down below. Biggest way you can help us out, make sure to like, subscribe, comment, and share with your friends, because sharing is caring and growing is showing. In studio with me today, he is the only other one that is halfway committed, outside of myself, who's 100% committed. It is the one, the only, Justin Hartzell. Hi, bud. What's up, buddy? Well, we just watched the race. We did. We ate a bunch of pizza. Uh-huh. I slept through the forfeit LCQ. It's fine. It's, you
1: slept in the ball sack, or whatever you want to call it. The it's no- a turd sack. Turd sack.
2: It's a big, <laughs> bro- big brown bag of turds. Big brown bag of turds. Soft and Soft. comfy. Yeah, that's what happens when you get horizontal. It likes the lotion. That's what you're tense for. Yeah, something like that. Anyway. Alright, so waiting on a couple riders here who said they would probably have time to go on. So I guess we'll start with um we'll start with four fifties. Four fifties today. Brought to you by our friends at JT Cycle, serving Battle Creek, Michigan for over 30 years. Stop and check out their full selection of beta gas, gas, Husky, Suzuki motorcycles, and power sports products. If you need something for around the house to help keep things nice and trimmed up, they have that too with a full lineup of Echo errands, gravely, and simplicity. Visit JTCycle.com or follow them on Instagram at JTCycleBC. So, your 450 wrap up brought to you by our friends, like I said, at JT Cycle. All right, let's start. So Anderson wins, um, pretty convincing fashion.
0: <laughs>
2: Not bad for a guy who's just focused on outdoors now.
1: Yeah, I mean, we kind of all been wondering what has been going on with him since Detroit, you know, when he knocked himself sir- silly, hurt his shoulder, you know, he's leading Indy, and then obviously Barsha tees off on him again, and he kind of really hasn't been the same sense. But, you know, when we were in St. Louis last weekend for the Triple Crown, we all kind of looked at each other and realized that, like, hey, you can tell he's not really his heart's not in it anymore. He's know he's not going to win this title, and it's kind of one of those situations that unless he feels like he can win, he probably is just nah. I'm not going to go for it. I'm not going to risk it because he still he wants to get that elusive outdoor win, outdoor title, whatever you want to call it. Um, which is funny because you know we know a lot of these guys have said outdoors not that big of a deal. It's Supercross, Supercross, but. When you're 55-plus down before this weekend, it's kind of hard to uh, win the title at that point with only four rounds to go. So, But yeah, he looked great all all day. I mean, even in practice, like he wasn't at the top of the board, but just really relaxed, a track that was really easy to make mistakes on, especially because of the traction going away and being really slick and stuff. Um, Gear was sick. Lit kit. Those Handle- purple bars.
2: Handlebars were sick. Yeah, you got some. I ordered a pair. Yeah. Oh, you didn't order three?
1: No. Oh, oh! You wanted factory, factory rental? No, they're a little, uh, a little pricey. Yeah, yeah. Four hundred fifty bucks for I'm three. I'm on a budget now. <laughs> yeah, on a budget now. I'm on a budget. Uh but yeah, I mean, Anderson looked really good. You know, when Chase made that mistake, when he knifed the front end after the sand rollers and stuff, Ando got out front. He was doing something a little different <laughs> that rhythm section afterwards, before the second set of whoops. I think he was he was going three three single, where a lot of guys were going like two three and then whatever. Um, so he's making him some time there, and then he just kind of got out front and just managed the lead after about eight seconds. But yeah, that was kind of guy that we just been kind of waiting for. But once again, we knew that after the debacle in Detroit and then Indy compounding it, that uh, and this is not taking anything away from what Eli did and what Marv did last weekend. This is just Anderson. Um, you could just tell that if he's not in a position to win, he's probably not going to risk it. Yeah, you know, 100%. Which, which like I said today, the guy that rode today was the guy that we were seeing up until Detroit. Yep. Let you know, whether you like Jason Anderson or not, this was the guy that we had seen the whole mm-hmm. you know, whatever half of the season. And it was good to see him get a win because, you know, when Anderson's out there, when he's clicking and he's feeling himself, he it's fun to watch him ride. So
2: Yep. Um then moving on down the line here. So Eli Tomac gets second. Yep. Um yep. dude, this is a new Eli Tomac we're seeing. We've talked about it all year. Yeah. Let's just talk about the patience. I mean, first couple laps of that main, he faded back to fifth. He he got a decent start. He was in second, third, whatever yep, it was. and then Coop got around yep, him. Yeah. and then Coop got around him, and then he started getting caught by – then Sexton got around him, and then uh, – Well,
1: Sexton now in front of him, Anderson, but I think it was Coop and then – Barsha was ahead of him. I mean, a, he
2: fa- and he faded back yeah. almost to al- almost to Malcolm. Yeah, because
1: Malcolm was on his rear wheel for like a split second and then yeah.
2: Then like second half of that main he like picked it up and then ends up second. Didn't really have anything to make a run at uh at Anderson. Ando, he was too far but, back, eight seconds. But I mean
1: The heat race was a little sketch though. The heat race was it was shaping up to Ander, be a good one. The
2: Anderson Tomac heat race was awesome. But here we go again. I think we see I think we saw the same thing we saw with um with Eli in Moto 1 at Ironman how many mm. years ago when Hurlings came over. Yeah. Same thing. He put his balls on the cross crossbar and was like, okay, cool, I'm going to go for it. Then it got a little sketchy, and he went, eh, I probably should win this title.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and the, the the thing that I said this to you during the broadcast after during Heat 1, um, the thing that I liked, what Eli, it came out, they were talking about it during the practice broadcast, um that he basically said hey like i want to win this title and i want to have it wrapped up by denver or foxborough or whatever yeah, which foxborough now we know it's weekend. it's still possible because he's 53 up on ando mm-hmm. so like ando could win again and he gets second and he still wins the you know he's still going to win it possibly or no ando no. Would, he's ando gotta would, be, he's got to be ando yeah so know. he's got to be ando so um it's still possible but I just like that he came out and said that he goes, Look, like I'm gonna lay it on the line. If I if I can win, I'm gonna win. That's basically mm-hmm. what he was saying without actually saying it, if you're reading between the lines. And I like that, you know. I'm not a big fan of Eli. Everybody knows that and stuff, but I like I like his honesty that he was out there because a lot of guys would would say, Oh, you know, I'm taking it race to race and whatever happens. But him basically saying that goes, No, I'm still trying to win these races. Yep. You know, I'm still trying to win them. He and is. like you said, with the patience and stuff, and you know, it was good. I mean <sighs> It's weird to think that the best battles we've seen this year in the 450 class have come from Eli and Jason Anderson, Mm -hmm. which are two guys, even though they've been racing each other, and we're not going to go through that. Everybody knows it for 15-plus years. But two guys that never really before this year found themselves on the track together, even during Anderson's championship year when he was his best up until this point. like They never really found each other on the track too often, which is a weird thing to think about when they've been racing each other this long. But I think the best battles we've seen all year in the 450 class have come from those two. Yep. You know, so even if you want to go back to Arlington Triple Crown, that's second and third main. And, you know, before that, wouldn't whatever, I don't know what it was, Oakland or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is a new Eli. It's, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be very interesting to see what outdoors looks like, mm-hmm. um, what his mindset is there. If you can attribute to it just he's in the he has full control of this championship and that's the way he's thinking. I mean, he's kind of rode that way the entire year. But I'll be interested to see when we go outdoors when, you know, spread your legs a little bit and fucking open up those throttle cables and how how is Zyad mindset's going to be there. Did you
2: just use the term spread your legs a little bit? Yeah. That's not a term.
1: No, it's a term. I just coined it. Wow. Yeah, look, man. You're really tight. Hips get tight and super cross. <sighs> you're going to twist the wrist a little bit, bud. No, that's the throttle cables. That's where that term comes from. You just open your legs up a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways uh yeah so no he rode good um that heat race was crazy though it was it was wild but the heat race was wild. i'd be really shocked if eli's not possibly have a torn growing after, after <laughs> just tore towards digger in
2: too good thing he's got his kids already yep no shit um all right moving down the line sexton so sexton's probably the fastest dude in that main had to be arguably yeah
1: had to be i mean he was or I-
2: let's put it this way would have been a real well, no, he was leading at one point. He was leading he was leading, leading but, when he went but down. But I think he was yeah. two seconds up on yeah. Ando
1: when he went down. Um I, I don't know, man. Chase just all of his fucking crashes are just stupid. They're all just I dumb. Mean, They're all just dumb. It's
2: like, dude, this is just like I told you that they were talking about on show 500 for pulp. Mm. Hit the time is limited. Yeah. He has to know in his head, and I think a lot of these guys know that once Jet comes in they it not that he's necessarily going to go out and win the title first year but it's going to get a lot rougher and their time as far as like their time at the top without being challenged by a lot of other people yeah super limited
1: yeah i mean especially for chase cuz obviously you know that's going to be his that well we kind of think that he's going to re-sign with Honda but who knows what his mindset's going to be knowing the Jets not that far and then the attention is going to shift to him because you know Kenny's going to be retiring here soon um for him yeah it's definitely going to be in the back of his mind i don't i don't know i mean i don't i don't think chase is going to obviously ever win a supercross title i mean these crashes that he's doing just I think it's one of the things I've always kind of said about, like, AC and other, and it's kind of the same way I'm going to feel like when Jet first moves up to the 450, and it's going to take him a while, he is so naturally talented, and his technique is so good, that sometimes I think that Chase just doesn't use his brain, I think he goes way too much off muscle memory, and he's not processing what's going on in front of him, he's just reacting, and... We all know when you're riding a dirt bike, especially at that level, like you can't just react. Sometimes you have to, but you can't just react. Sometimes you really have to have a game plan from section to section, what you're going to do. Because all of Chase's crashes, other than the false neutral thing in Seattle, they're just so dumb. They're just like, how are you? A guy, you're the knifing the front isn't that big of a deal, but it's because that's a Chase Sexton thing now. Kind of like what we say with RJ, and the same thing we say with you know with Martin. Oh, he's pushing the front. It's just a Chase Sexton thing to do. Like if he would have been at seventh or eighth, you'd be like, "Oh, he's in the pack, but he's out front and he's mm-hmm. controlled out front, and he just does something stupid like that." So it's one of those things that with Chase, I just don't know if I ever see him winning a Supercross or a 450 title. And it's it's going to sound stupid, but I almost think he's too talented for his own good. Sometimes I think he's <laughs> too good. I think he's too good on a motorcycle. For his own good. I think that because it comes so easy to him, kind of like the James Stewart thing, I don't think that sometimes he works on necessarily shit like that where he's having to just actually think about everything going on out there. And it's just frustrating because we see what happens when everything is going right for Chase. Yeah. He wins. He wins easily. Mm -hmm. I know it's not happened a lot, but every time he's won, let's be real, it's been by decent gaps. Yeah. So it's like it's frustrating to watch him do that shit because it's like man if you just like i said it's it's just frustrating that's the only thing i could really say because when he wins he just makes it look so fucking effortless Mm -hmm. and then he just dumb shit like that because let's he probably would have won that main had he not gone down let's let's be honest Let's really be honest. And it probably would have been by, like, seven or eight seconds. Look,
2: I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to be real you.
1: honest with you. Hunter's
2: brother is a good <laughs> Supercross racer. Damn wrestler. it. I
1: wanted to be the first one to say that.
2: So, um, all right. So, fourth place was Cooper
1: Webb.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, good ride for him. Considering I mean, list missed yeah, last week. Yeah, coming back. Uh, that was a good ride. So, And he, I mean, he looked feisty. He was in podium sporty. position. Sporty. Sporty. Let's, let's use Ricky. He was sporty. sporty. Yeah. Sporty. So... Um, but I mean, dude,
1: do you think there's any truth to, uh, the fact that he's not riding outdoors? Cause I'm really starting to buy into that. Uh, no, you don't think so?
2: Not now. Well, now that we see him now, maybe, Yeah, I mean, I
1: know that that was a, that was a, maybe. That was a big thing that if we had saw him for supercross, but man, I don't know. I think there's. I think there's more going on behind the scenes with the KTM relationship. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't think it's going well. No, it's I don't think going it's going well, well, well at
1: all. And people be like, "Oh, he's back at Eldon, so that must mean yeah, I don't." Uh, that has nothing to do with it. Uh, Let's just. I'll just say this: if he doesn't ride outdoors, it will not be shocking to me. I'll just put it that yeah. way.
2: If he doesn't ride outdoors, I'll just be like, hmm, "Yeah, yep, yep, okay." Exactly. There we are.
1: But good. To, once again, good to see him. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about Coop: How crazy is it to think since? His 2019 season, his two championships, 2019 and then last year, that him and Eli, they're, I don't know how many wins between them in the last three years it's been, but they're obviously the top two guys as far as just main event wins, and obviously they've won the th- last three championships between them, that he might go from doing that to not winning a fucking main this year.
2: It's like the worst title defense ever, Oh yeah, to be honest with you. It's, it's crazy. And I mean, they've talked about this on Pulp too, like they're trying to look it up, It, it's the worst title defense it's in be. the history of the Premier Class.
1: It's got to be. Even if you look at just the fact of how many mains he's won in the last three, even in that 2020 season when Eli won, but Coop, when he got hurt in what was that? Uh, was that Arlington? No. Yeah. Houston, whatever Texas round he got hurt when yeah, he backflipped. Ar- yeah. When he, when he front yeah. flipped onto the concrete. Yep. And he was hurt for a few rounds. Like all the wins he's accumulated in the last three years, and he might go winless this year. Like, that's insane to me.
2: I'm going to be, I'm going to, look, I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to be real honest with you. Okay. I don't know if it was you or somebody else. So if it was you, I apologize. That said, I don't think he's quite as mentally tough Mm. as we all give him credit for. Mm. Because when you think about it, maybe I read this online somewhere. When you think about it, who the fuck is he staved off in a race outside of Kenny? Well, like, he he mentally had Kenny defeated. That's fine. Yeah. Did he have anybody else?
1: I mean, do you want to talk about, like, his title? Like, what he won his titles or just in general in the last three years? I'm
2: just talking in general. I mean, 2019. I mean, cause, cause even the title. Who did... who? When somebody was really... Chan- I mean, really. Okay? Look, we haven't seen this Ando in the last three years. Okay? Yeah. We haven't seen... This Eli was not there last year. No matter what you want to say, he was not there last year when Coop won it. 2020, Eli won the title. 2019,
1: though, when Coop won his first title, though, he kind of bitch-slapped everybody that year, though. Because remember, that was the year that he was always coming from behind. Yeah. When his starts weren't as good. Like, they were good, but they weren't as good as they've been in the last since 2020. That was the year that he was coming from behind a lot, and I know that you know a lot of people will say, "Well, there were a couple races that Eli bitch slapped him as well." Well, that's true, but a lot of that year, I feel like I get what you're saying, but I think the 2019 season when he won his first title, because didn't he fucking won like ten races that year? Some shit it was, mm, ten or yeah. eleven or nine or ten. It was it was almost double digits. If it wasn't double digits, it had to at least been nine. So either way, he pretty he dominated that entire season. Yes, that was the Anderson was not there. That's there this year. Obviously, Chase wasn't there, but Eli was still fucking Eli. Yeah, then.
2: I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back and look.
1: Yeah, but I know what you're saying.
2: It's like, but it's also
1: hard to fully back that argument up when you, you win as much as he's done in the last three years. And I and I understand that you can say that, but also you still have to think about the fact. And I'm not disagreeing with you. I guess I would just say that. I'm objectively arguing with you that he – you don't win that much without being mentally tough. Now, if you would have said, oh, he won four races and then the other rest of the year he got like thirds and fifths, i am like, okay, I can understand that. But once again, you got to look at the fact in the last three years, so what? So say he won 10 in 2019. He won, what, five in 2020, and then seven last... I don't know if those are exact numbers, so I know people are going to be like, well, that's not right. But it's something close to that line. Mm-hmm. He's won over 20 fucking races in the last three years. I'm almost pretty sure. Yeah. That's a lot of winning. That's yeah. a lot of winning in three years. It's hard to argue the mental thing.
2: I'm going to have to go back, because I'm going to have to watch and yeah. see, see what the battles were like. For because sure. Because if, if he's just slicing through... And turning under people. Uh,
1: but that, he's still winning, though.
2: Uh, well, winning, yes. But
1: because it, you could, you could but also –
2: e- It's easy to win when your bike is yeah. much, much faster.
1: Yeah, you know? but you're also still, though – I guess, like I said, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just trying to objectively argue with you. It's also – you. so when you – but the when you say stuff like that, though, it's also going the other way where you're also discrediting other people – and not just Coop, because then you're making it sound like, well, oh, Eli, well, he's not as good as you – he wasn't really good that year. Kenny wasn't really – so it's almost like when you make that comment, you like, yes, you're talking about Coop, but it's almost a broad comment because then you start saying, well, oh, the other guys aren't really as good as we thought either, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like it's it's a hard – it's a slippery slope to go down because you're not just discrediting Coop. You're almost discrediting the whole 450 field because, like I said, in 2019 – he bitch slapped everyone that year. Outside of a few races, like the Detroit Triple Crown, where Eli was just fucking fantastic, and there was a couple other rounds, obviously Daytona that year, um, it's almost like you're saying, well, oh, the guys, they just weren't that good that year. But they would go, they would tell you, be like, well, what what, the fuck you mean? Like, I, like I was good. Uh,
2: but I, I would look at it more as, I mean, the way we have to look at it now, Coop's bike was really fucking good.
1: But that's also, but that's part of riding dirt bikes, though. I know, but that's I'm like just saying, saying that's like Kums saying Spike Lewis was
2: really fucking good. And, but we built it up as oh, he's so mentally tough, and he's such a mental monster. But then you have to look at it as okay, he's a mental monster against Kenny. Like yeah. for some reason, he mentally had Kenny just fucking in a corner. Yep. But like everybody else, eh, I don't know. The bike just might have been better, and he, you know. But is but- that a
1: fair comment? This is for all the Eli Tomac lovers. Is that a fair comment to Eli in 2019 though? Because Eli Tomac in 2019 wasn't bad.
2: No. He oh, yeah, wasn't I bad. Like, like I said, I definitely... It's an agree. interesting thought. I
1: definitely understand what you're saying, but I think that to make that comment, it's om- like that'd be like saying, well, oh, Lewis Hamilton only won, oh, won seven championships because his car was better than everybody else.
2: Well, that's a thing, too. Yeah, but you also got to look at... <laughs> we're, li- we're seeing that this year, also.
1: But you also got to look at it as is that those guys were out there and they still had to go out and win the races. Mm-hmm. And... That's not an easy thing to do when you're at the top level of the top. So like I said, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I don't I don't know if I buy into, always oh, not mentally tough because you just don't win that many races in three years without having shit under control. I think that the bike this year has been the biggest issue. I don't think he would have won. I don't think last year's coupe would have won this title. I'll just say that for clarification. But I think that a big issue is the beginning of the year, Coming in a little cocky, all the bullshit, whether he wants to say it or not, all the butt patch thing at A1, the bike not being that great, not a lot of testing time, I think that had a lot to do with it. I think that if you put this coupe or last year's coupe out there, I think that he's battling for the title. I don't think he wins it, but I think he's there with Ando and, and Eli the entire year. I don't think he wins it. I'll say that just to clarify, but I don't think he's that far off. I but, just think that Coop is super cross has proven enough for us not to doubt him. Outdoors, different conversation. I just don't think you win that much in three years and not be like, oh, yeah, he's one of the best.
2: Well, that's...
1: Because it's just its not a fair comment to make when you win two titles in three years or now two titles in four years and be like, well, he was only beating so-and-so. Okay, but that's not his fault, though.
2: Yeah, but I mean, so so one of the points you're trying to make here is... Is just like discrediting other people. Okay, well, Tomac wins in twenty twenty, wins the yep. title. But once 20, again, though, you got to com- look
1: at it that halfway through that season, Coop got hurt. Com- so yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not taking. I'm, I'm just trying to let. I'm not taking anything away from Eli. I want that to be known. I'm not taking that title away from him. He killed it that entire year. But you also have to look at it as that night that he, that Coop got hurt. He lost a shit ton of points. Yeah. And okay. if I remember correctly, he was within single digits before he got hurt. Yes. That's all I'll say about that. Not taking away from Eli. But I want that to be known. Th-
2: this was the point I was making. But then you look at Eli 2021. hmm He won races. He did.
1: He was in it. He was. Coop has not been anywhere
2: near it this year. No, no. It's a it's a bad look. It is. It's a there's there's I think, think it's more apparent. of a bad look
1: for KTM though, wouldn't you agree? Than uh, him.
2: The, yes. It it more falls on KTM than him. There's definitely a percentage pie going each way. Of course. And it definitely is more towards KTM, but it's it's not a good look for him either.
1: What happens if Coop goes to Star next year like we all kind of or at least in the next 2 years we all kind of think and he goes back to winning again? Well, then that then you see what I'm trying to say like it's yeah. it's a it's a, conver- it's a conversation we have to have when we're talking about motorsports because it is our sport is so much different than everything else. But it's one of those things that, like, if you want, you could do that with every championship every year. I mean, you could say that with some of Eli's championships Kenny in 2014, Dungeon 2012. It's just, I want the people to, like, think about this that you can make those comments and they're fair, but it's also not those guys' fault because those are the guys that they're racing. Mm-hmm. So those were the guys they had to go out and beat, you know? It's just, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to buy into the comment that Coop is not mentally as tough as we thought, because I think if you were to ask everybody else on that line, they would think that you sound like a moron. Not you. Anybody who just makes that comment, that, that sounds fucking stupid. I don't think Eli would say that Coop is not mentally tough. Obviously, Kenny's different, because Kenny is kind of Coop's bitch in Supercross. But you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think any. If you asked any other guy candidly, I don't think that they would say, "Oh yeah, Coop's not as tough as we thought he was." Mm-hmm. Fucking ask Chase Sexton. He just had this conversation on Gypsy before Supercross. You can't get in that guy's head mentally. And I know Chase is kind of his own space cadet brain, but he's still <laughs> one of the best. Dirt, he's still one of the best dirt bike riders in the world. Yeah. So, but uh, I get what you're saying. Um. All
2: right. So moving on down the line here, what else you got for 450s? I mean, Mookie was what
1: fifth? Yeah. Uh. Are you still on board with him winning a winning a race this year? Because that like it just keeps yeah, getting yeah till the end. I'm, <laughs> in, I'm in it till the end. Okay, I'm well, committed. Man, it's gonna be the last lap of the last race of the year, Look,
2: dude. We could win Salt Lake City, bro, and then I'm gonna throw it right in your face yep. like this. Just ugh. oh
1: yeah. Um, Barsha looked good at the beginning of that main until he decided to crash a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah,
2: which was the it, that was a a matter of circumstances. I know Barsha rides mud good, but. Dude, he's the okay. Way, the way Barsha rides and the way that track was does not surprise okay, me. Okay, this all. is
1: going to be a very maybe it won't be as much as I think it is, but I'm getting sick and tired of hearing that everybody likes to talk about how good of a mud rider Barsha is, and yes, he is because obviously his style just hey man, I'm gonna bang off, over rev and clutch the fuck out of it, and ton of energy and shit. He has not won a mud race since Loretta's 2020.
2: Can we also say? I don't know if you heard. I don't remember where I heard this. He doesn't ride like that during the week. No. I know he, he doesn't. He, he doesn't ride over rev. He no, doesn't he doesn't. I know he any doesn't. Of that shit. I know he doesn't. At the practice track.
1: But it's something that it all goes back to like it's something that you're comfortable with. Because if you've noticed some of the races, like anytime Barsha's ever won, go back at any time. What was it? The first time that he had won in a few years. What was it? The uh, um, 2020 in Houston. Mm-hmm. When he won that race? Yeah. No over rev. No fucking dragging the clutch to the corner. None of this fucking like pitching hips side to side. Like when he wins races, he doesn't ride like that. Mm-hmm. It's only when he's in the pack and he's going spazzo mode because he's so focused on just being fast. I, I don't know. I, I just, I hate when people talk about Porsche is such a good. Mud. Dude, the last time he won a mud race was 2020 Loretta's. And I understand he dominated that year, but take it a couple years back, even before that, outdoors. I don't think Barsha had won a mud race in years before that. So yeah, I don't, don't know, know why we I keep talking about how Barsha is like so fucking good in the mud. Just cause he grew up in New York and he rode Southwick a lot as a kid in the mud. Doesn't mean he's the best mud rider in the world. Like that's I'm getting sick and tired of hearing that because everybody always likes to, oh, Bustin Barsha would love to ride. None of these motherfuckers want to ride in the mud. You don't want to ride in the mud. You know why? Because it sucks.
2: All right, Debbie Downer. <laughs> Jesus God.
1: Look, man. I'm
2: going to be real honest with I'm you. I'm going to be real honest with you. KTM's got a bad look going right now.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll get into it in the 250s. Marv
2: crashed. Yeah. That wasn't good. Sucks yeah. going from a win to that. It <laughs> does. It does. Yeah. God, Poor Marv. I don't even know where to How he about he our buddy Chiz, though? Eighth. Chiz was eighth. That was good. Hey, man. He's really about to make good. a
1: whole lot of money in Denver.
2: Yeah. <laughs> maybe. It depends if he's one of the wild cards.
1: Maybe. He should be. He
2: should be. Yeah. Because we should really see if any of these privateer guys can beat Chiz in a Race.
1: Well, here's the thing: we're not going to see it. Well, yes, yeah, so <laughs> we aren't going to see it,
2: but whatever. Yeah, we'll
1: have to imagine it with our eyes.
2: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chiz Chiz finishing eighth—that was awesome. Yep, Harttraft so, got ninth. Uh,
1: Justin Bogle was twentieth. Bogley. Twenty-first. Twenty-first. Yeah. Um, sick, sick, bro. Jeremy Hand made the. Ma- I mean, I guess it's not. I think Henry Miller did too. Both on two fifty fs Wow, um, I think Jeremy got 19th, which I didn't realize up until this point. I guess I should have known this because he's only been doing Supercross the last couple of years. Jeremy Hand
2: can't make the fucking 250 main when but I he pick makes, him it, in in the when he makes it in the 450 main on the 250. Yeah, That's no, I picked him. Sweet good picked job, him. buddy. I picked him. Sweet.
1: Um, the only other thing I really noticed is is Benny Bloss got 13th, so just good to good to see him not hitting tunnels.
2: <laughs> he didn't die under the tunnel like he adults. didn't die
1: under the tunnel. Amart raced, got one spot ahead of him. Did not do a flying W.
2: That's amazing. Kimmy Granger style. Kimmy Granger style. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, man, I'll be real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh,
2: man. Oh, fucking Amart, wow. dude. Wow. Yeah, that wasn't really a...
1: You think he's just ready for outdoors at this point? Me? No, <laughs> not you. Amart. You think he's just ready for outdoors at this point?
2: Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not yet. Like, We can go 10 more rounds of Supercross. I'm Fuck fine. that.
1: I'm over Supercross at this point, bro. I'm I like, I'm over it. I like I'm over
2: being it. in stadiums.
1: I'm over it. I'm ready to go back outdoors. Look, dude, if it was 70 degrees out and sunny, you wouldn't care about being Look, outdoors. Look, you want to know why I But because go- it's 95 degrees, like, oh, my God.
2: You want to know why I want
1: to go to outdoors? Why?
2: Because I want to watch Tomac put the beat down on Dylan and shut uh, you the fuck go. up.
1: Here we go. How many here. rounds in a row does he
2: have to beat Dylan before you shut up about it?
1: You're so disrespectful. How many you rounds? You are so how many disrespectful. many rounds in a row? Yeah. How many rounds of Hurlings rides outdoors are you going to have to talk before you be like, yep, Hurlings is the best outdoor rider on the planet Earth? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See,
2: I'm, I, I, dude, I, I'm not over here gargling Dylan's nuts or her. No, look, if, or if, Tomac's nuts about that, I'm just saying Tomac's going to smack your boy around outdoors, but it's fine.
1: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think so, but okay.
2: Hashtag let Bob ride. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Yeah. Oh,
2: I was listening to the Stew podcast the other day mm-hmm. with a certain. David Coombs Prom- promoter for Outdoors. A dickhead. Uh, he who shall not be named. I just named him. And uh, yeah, they were talking about Russian Bob. And oh yeah, you can't ride.
1: Why? Did you see? Did you uh, see that they reserved Tony's number? Yes, I which did I find see that. funny because it's like, well, he, he already knew he was coming over here. Yeah. So like, here's whatever. my question:
2: How much money is uh, Scott gonna tell Hurlings it's gonna cost him to get the eighty four?
1: Hmm it's a good question
2: you know what let's just uh, Scott didn't respond we should just try to call him because i really want to answer to that question
1: that is a very good question i didn't think about that because like because let's see if he because jeffrey rode the 841 but obviously that's a certain somebody's other number around here 841
2: oh fuck that guy too <laughs> <laughs> jesus fucking
1: christ uh. Yellow, yo, bro! Oh, uh, hey, buddy! Welcome to oh, the show.
0: Black-tunks. Oh man, that's right. I forgot you guys were getting on me fast after this
2: after this past race, weren't you? Yeah, bro, dude. I texted you. You didn't text me back. Hey, man, we got a hard hitting question h- for you right off the bat. Real hard hitting question for you. Oh, okay, okay. Let's say a certain international rider comes over to ride this summer. Which I assume
1: you know who we're talking who about. Who
2: just happens to use the same 84 number that you're using.
1: <laughs> factory KTM How guy. How
2: much money are you going to sell him that number for? <laughs>
0: That's not for sale. <laughs> that ain't happening, Jack.
2: And remember, remember, <laughs> he has multiple Ferraris. <laughs> He's like, I'll give you a Ferrari. Look, all I'm saying is how have, however I've, much it costs to run your program for a year you know make it two or three times that so you don't have to worry about money for the next two or three years and be like there you go this is just write it on a piece of paper a sticky note fold it up and slide it across the desk Scott like make, sure, a it's, fucking, make like, sure it's six digits a mafia hitman.
0: that's hit, kind of like, like the same kind of energy as like in the bench warmers when he slides the rep at 20. And yeah, it's, and it's the dude. And he's like, I am twelve. Yeah, it's that. That's the same kind of energy. I like
2: it. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, that's what you need to do. I mean, I would. I would be at a minimum of three hundred thousand dollars for the eighty four like, this stop. summer. In all
1: honesty, when like, we.
0: Do you know how, listen, all I got to hit him with, if he's like, oh, that's too much, I'm like, bro, do you know how much blood, sweat, and tears went into this? He,
1: like, f- I'm
0: like, I'm pretty sure I almost peed myself at a couple times, even at one point, to get this number
1: during a race. The so, funny thing about this conversation is, Scott, and we like just thought of this right away, but like the more I sit here and actually think about this, I actually think this is actually, if he comes over here, dude, you might actually be getting a phone call from a random, like, <laughs> Dutch number. Because <laughs> I'm starting to think about it and like, Jeffrey really likes that number, so you might be getting a phone call. Hey, man, how much money?
2: Look, look. Here's the thing.
0: I if it- I listen, I the thing is, is that I have the respect for the guy, but
1: we got Scott but, thinking hard right now. He is.
0: <laughs> I, no, I I am thinking hard about this because I'm like I'm not gonna lie. When I got number eighty four, I was like, dude, that's freaking sick.
2: Oh, oh man, hold on. Oh, oh.
0: And, and I'm like, man, I'm not going to lie. Like, I really don't know that I can give that up. Like, you know, that's, I'm, I'm proud of that number. I'm proud of that number. So I, uh, I, I would be very hard pressed to give that number up, to be quite honest.
1: Cause like, I, I, I'm honestly, he might, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's, a, for me, it's, it's a, it's, it's something that I build that I have earned and that I, Dude, I mean, I literally was pushing myself into freaking asthma attacks multiple times last year and even into freaking almost into a heat stroke just to get that freaking number. So that's (laughs) going to be a bit hard to give up.
2: Look, here's what I'm saying. You're not going to have to push yourself to a heat stroke anymore (laughs) for the next few years because your ride is going to be paid for. I
1: really do wonder, though,
2: that if this happens, like –
0: how about this? How about this? We're, I'm I'm thinking a multifaceted deal.
2: Oh, okay. So he's going to come on the show I, also? <laughs>
1: Scott's big, like, that's not big, what I was thinking.
0: No, no. See, I'm... Listen, big business guy over here. Big all right. business guy. So I'm thinking I will consider... I will consider, all right? We're going to have to talk like a cash offer and training and some connections overseas so that way when i when i go and race overseas you know we got a little bit of something
1: going. Scott's it, getting trained by Jeffrey Hurlings. Jesus Christ, that's awesome. That would be great. This sounds
2: fantastic. This, this sounds like a fantastic deal. Look,
1: Scott, you're gonna podium every sand race you ever race from the rest of your life.
2: Look, <laughs> let me ask you this. So <laughs> since, since we brought since we brought this up, what do, what? How can we work ourselves into this deal? Also, oh compared? my God, dude. Look, can, oh my can God. We get a, well, can we get a signed Hurlings '84 number front number plate for the studio here, or
0: what?
1: Just make it Scott's number plate and Jeffrey <laughs> 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 Scott's number plate. Play, Jeffrey signs it. Yes.
0: There we go. Listen, I think we can make this happen. And um, how about after uh because I'm gonna go and race GPs uh with this deal. Um how about when I go and do that, then I get I'll, I'll come on the show and talk about GPs and give you guys GP content. There we
2: go. There we go. That's what we like to hear.
1: No, I'm totally thinking Listen. this is actually gonna happen. Scott's gonna be getting a phone call from that number at like the second weekend of May.
2: Don't listen to Justin. He's been trying to
1: tear me down on the
2: fact that Hurley's been coming over for like no, no, years. No, man. No.
1: Look, bro. The more we get closer to outdoors, the more I think it's going to be a possibility. I'd, I'm still not 100% I, sold, but...
0: I... You know, I would see
1: probably kairoli coming over maybe not hurling. he's he, kairoli is, yeah. is doing some he's coming over for at least four rounds
2: yeah this, this is really what triggered this thought for me the other day i was listening to the new uh, stew podcast and he had davy coombs on and davy made mention of the fact that they already had the number 222 reserved and then they were talking about hurlings he's like oh yeah i haven't heard anything yet but you know we'd be more than happy to have him and then i went wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute hold on
1: we know a guy with that number already that 84 is not <laughs> available
0: hold up hold up either that either actually no and i'm trying to think because jeff walker is at 841 for outdoors yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he just said he that before that, he picked up he's had that he's had that number for a long long time so if, yeah if, uh, but normally don't they give they give euro guys like um like 10 something or or they give them like numbers like that in the 100s usually
2: when they come over they do but that's usually not of jeffrey the the (laughs) world champion guys like that like "Eh, this is this is an extension. like i said hey whatever you do do not be stupid because i've heard people doing this shit before and they're like oh yeah i got like four sets of boots for my number what no what fuck that the fuck is wrong with you especially with somebody like this look hurlings has money Lots of it. Lots of it. The guy's got at least two Ferraris, if not more, okay. So let's make this worth our while, Scott. Let's make sure your
1: program's paid for for at least two years. He all just right? sends him a text and Scott just sends him a number with a thumb emoji. <laughs> well
0: let me let me explain let me explain something to you, okay? I'm like trying to like make sure that racing is like a okay with this deal and I'm gonna improve from this with our training deal. And as you said, yeah, dude, like Southwick well, like no, it, uh, it's it's done. It's over. It's just, just, count it, just count it done. Yeah.
1: Scott's fucking so. winning it. So
0: <laughs> I get tore down so fast.
1: Oh.
2: Alright, so speaking of that, do we have a new sponsorship from Jerky Me Off Beef Jerky yet or what?
0: <laughs> uh no, no, no. Listen, no no uh no beef jerky sponsors but I actually just secured a deal this week with the folks at Moto Momentum. Uh, they are a parts distributor, a big parts distributor, online parts distributor. Nice. And uh, make sure you guys check them out at motomomentum.com. Do, they have, and, the purple, uh, do really, they have the purple Do they really, have the purple really Renthal cool. bars? I uh, dude, I'm telling you, they probably have the, they they might. I mean go, I have I haven't looked because I'm not a, a rental guy, but you never know. You never know what you're going to find.
2: Do uh but, do we have a discount code? Jesus Christ!
0: Uh, hey, we're 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 working on these things. We're working on these things. We're gonna do some giveaways. I also have an affiliate link with them that we're getting set up. So that way, folks that I mean, dude, if you're going and you're getting, buying parts online, like you might as well use use these guys and help me out in the process. Um, you know, portion of course, you know, the sale goes to me. Um, so you know, support the privateers. And if you're buying parts, you might as well buy them from a place that's gonna help out a guy like me.
2: Sweet. Yeah. I like it, dude. That's awesome. I like it. That's awesome. You have to send us the links. We'll put it in the description.
0: 100%. No, it's, it's pretty sweet. I'm super happy about it. Um, they're, they're helping with, with my program. And then, uh, they're also helping us, you know, with our, with our YouTube, we're going to get some, uh, get some more, you know, I guess you would say like, uh, make the YouTubes more like a movie. Um, and that's, that's something that I'm really excited about and, and be able to, you know, make it even better. And, um, obviously be able to just keep growing that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We, we broke one K finally, which, you know, awesome. slow, it's slow, but Hey, you know, we're getting there. It'll keep getting better. Um, and you know, they're also help. We're also going to get, uh, we're going to get some, some e-bike content going
2: sick. Nice.
0: Guys. So, so something pretty, pretty neat that, uh, we're working on. So, we're uh, we're gonna have some really cool stuff going on with uh with these folks. So yeah, super excited, man. I mean just uh just really good things. So that's uh so that's new. So no beef jerky, but motomentum. And All right. We're keeping the momentum right. moving forward.
2: <laughs> <All> <laughs> nice, right. nice. Well speaking of momentum, how was the uh moto racing today? <laughs> Both, the...
0: Well, the moto racing today, I'm not even gonna lie, I qualified the best I ever had. And uh, that was twenty uh, third. Okay. And um, which was pretty freaking sick. And um, then from there, um, I'm not gonna lie. This was probably the absolute worst round to have a two fifty for the start, <laughs> because um, yeah, that was like a football field and a half. And uh, yeah, no, I I definitely suffered. <laughs> I uh, I literally, dude. Like, obviously, I you know. Being on a 250, those guys just really drugged me, and there's nothing that I could really do about it, Um, but I I dumped the front end in the heat race like a total ding-dong, and um, I went into LCQ, and then um, didn't get a great start, Um, almost got cross-jumped twice, which was a great time, (laughs) Um, kept it on two wheels. I think I ended up like, I want to say eighth in the LCQ. Um, I'm, I was a little, I was a little upset with myself that I, I didn't put it in the main. Um, but you know, honestly, it, I'm, that was actually my first ever, uh, speedway event that I've made a night show in. Oh, cool. Um, so that was actually really nice to kind of break. I, I wouldn't say that curse, but I mean, for lack of better terms, you know, to kind of break that trend with myself and be able to get myself, you know, in the, in the night show and, um. You know there's some some places that I know I need to improve and you know it's uh it's just hey it's a it's a growing game and and that's exactly what we did so I'm I'm happy about it we freaking launched into the sand we like went like quad into the sand which was freaking really sick cool um uh, and um hey you know we uh we did the big triple before before they decided to take it out so that was my I'm, next I'm question happy about that. That was and that was that was something. So that was a I'm, booter. I'm happy I got to do it before they got taken
2: out. <laughs> that was a booter. Yeah, that was wild. I didn't I didn't particularly like how they had like that chicane corner coming out of there to do that. Like I thought that was kind of eh, weird, but uh but that was cool. I'm glad you didn't Hunter Lawrence yourself there. Or Bogley. Yeah, or no, or Bogley. And, and
0: and our boy Handheld Ty, Handheld Tomac, Tyler Tomac.
2: Oh, oh, Uh, Tomac's brother. Tomac's
1: brother. Yeah. Yes, yes. Tomac's brother.
0: Yep. He got it. He got the. He got the shot. He like the guy's just not missing. He's getting the videos. He's getting the pictures. Like we're getting the content. Sick. So, so it's uh good stuff, man. And uh, yeah, no, I'm glad I didn't Hunter Lawrence myself. I I followed uh I followed Lane Shaw over it. And going up the face, I knew he wasn't gonna make it, and I made sure to give it just a little more. And. uh, Dude, 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 case the crap. He needed a lawyer for that. that <laughs> Jesus Christ! <Jeez. laughs> and, the dad jokes and, uh, are firing. Uh, I, him, wow. Man. I listen, man. I clipped it the first time, and after that, I was like, "There is no way that I'm ever not hitting that thing wide open."
2: So, <laughs> dude, it was, I, it, was, it was huge. It was
0: big. It was yeah. No, I'm telling you, that was that was massive. 125 that, that feet. It, it was 109,
1: exactly. Oh, wow. So they were way off. Numbers were just
2: terrible so, today. I was going to say, I don't really know, because I saw on uh, Corey, who does the track building, he had a story up the other day that said 100-footer. Then they're saying 125, and now you're telling us it was 109. Yeah, so well, when I, I
1: heard the 125, I'm like, ah, I don't know about all that. I it, mean, was,
2: it was north of 100 feet. Yeah, it was all,
1: yeah but either way, big booter. Let me explain something to you. On my build
0: 250, that thing was... Wide open, like, and I mean, and that's carrying good speed through that corner. Wide open, third gear, wide open, all the way up the face,
2: <laughs> with no panic rev at the hey, top either. At least you either. didn't, least you didn't yes, taco it, the rear.
1: least you didn't taco the rear wheel when you clipped it.
0: I I didn't taco my rear wheel, but I know someone that did.
2: <laughs> hey hey, let's work that into the deal with Hurlings too. If we're gonna need about a dozen hey, K- KTM slash Husky rear I, wheels
0: yes
1: no man just yeah, a couple couple you extra know motors you know
0: what just just tell just tell him just like dude just ship me over your bike
1: <laughs>
2: yeah there we go that
1: 250 that he's always riding in his insta videos yeah there we go that's it so
0: <laughs> so and i'm like, dude, like you gotta you gotta let me come over to your you gotta let me come over to your house over in europe and you gotta let me ride it and i gotta get i gotta get youtube content out of it well the
1: thing revs to like 17,000 rpm so i'm sure you'll like it
0: <laughs> um Hey, you know, honestly, I'm I'm not really a, a off the limiter guy. Like I've always been like a really like you know, really chill with the throttle. Oh when you uh, ride it, you'll sure. be like,
1: Yeah, I wanna hit the rev limiter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I imagine that thing never stops pulling ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a freaking Mac truck.
2: Yep. So are you uh, are you headed to all the rest of the rounds too or Foxborough, I thought. Um, right?
0: I will I will not be doing Denver. Okay. Um but I will be doing uh, Foxborough and Salt Lake, Okay. and then obviously getting ourselves geared up for outdoors.
2: Do we have bikes secured for outdoors already?
0: Um, so I actually just got my practice 450. Um, this past this past week, um, I believe. Okay. And I um, I just got the suspension from from Olin, but uh, picked it up in in Atlanta um, at the race. Um, so. We have the suspension. We're going to start riding on outdoors this coming week. Cool. And, uh, and thankfully, um, I, I, mean, I have my, I have my bike, uh, you know, reserved, I should say Yeah. <laughs> for, for outdoors, my race bike. Um, I posted my, my race bike for sale, um, a couple days ago and it sold within an hour and a half. So that was pretty cool.
2: That's awesome. Awesome.
0: And, um, yeah, so that'll, that'll get me into my, into my race bike for outdoors.
2: Cool. Um, now in this for the summer, are you doing transport or are you uh, driving the van again?
0: I will be doing TPJ. Okay, awesome. for sure. Obviously, with gas prices the way they are, man, like you know, even it, you know, the the thing is, is I would have loved to do TPJ sooner. Um, it's not really something that I really thought too much about, but you know, it's something that I definitely considered before. The biggest thing, obviously, is you know you need to grow your program enough that you get support that you can get like funds up front. Um, because obviously it's a little hard to do that when it's just you, um, cause you're just, you know, getting through the rounds and so forth. And when you can, when you can spread out the expense, um, and obviously it's more expensive for me to, to go and, and drive and do all that stuff. Um, it's when you can spread out the expense, it makes it a little easier. Um, but obviously, with the way that, that everything is now, uh, with the cost of literally everything, um, it makes it pretty much impossible to be able, for me to be able to do the whole outdoor series. It would not be possible if I was driving. So um, I'm very thankful that the folks behind me are, are helping me to get myself back on TPJ and that Ted at TPJ has been um, really, really awesome with wanting to keep me on board and um you know really making sure that that he keeps you know the people that that are his family um you know that they're the ones that get the first priority when it comes to to get these spots um so i'm very 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 thankful for that and then dude i mean like honestly my, my experience with them has been so fantastic like i i really couldn't i could have not seen myself doing it if i was you know going on my own and uh doing my own thing i mean even just something as simple as those guys had posters made for me, which I've never had, and it was so awesome to be able to sit out and, and give posters to fans, and dude, that was just so amazing. And obviously, you know, it helps me do what I do, and it really helps to to build my own brand and to be able to grow as a racer. So um, obviously, it's more than just the transform with those guys.
2: Yep. Yep. So
1: you over Supercross at this point? You ready? Just ready for outdoors.
0: I, you know, I am determined. I will make one more main before the season's over. So, in these next two races, I will be in another main. I'm going to be pretty pissed at myself if I don't because I know that I can do it. So, you can do it. I just need to tell Chiz, I need to tell Chiz, I need to tell Chiz, just stay in the 250s, bro. Look, like you
1: already, hey, you already done it once, man. You can do it again.
0: Yep, exactly. Exactly.
2: So. Anything else for
1: him? No, man. All I'll right. Just, I like the hurling talks, though. He's I just do. working that six-digit just deal in there. that
2: six-digit deal. Hey, if you need if you need a manager to help you with that deal, call me. Okay. Yeah.
0: I. You know what? One hundred percent. You know what? The thing is, is like I'm not a like. I need a guy that can like really just kind of lay down the law, and like not be super nice about it because like I'm just a, like I consider myself to be a nice guy, and I have you know I, sometimes it's good to have you know be like nah, dude, like. What do you think? Like, like, we you think you're coming over here and just thinking you're calling the shots or something? Like, you know, like, have Travis just be like, Dude, do you think I give a shit if, if you're the
1: world champion? Like, I don't look care. Jeffrey, look, Jeffrey, I don't give man. a fuck. We don't take no shit from you.
2: I don't I don't know why you haven't called me. I don't know why you haven't called me to work your deals before. Oh, God. Here we go. Bad. Perfect. Scott, you never
1: hurt. should open your mouth. That was you a bad think, thing to you say.
2: You think Lucas Myrtle is a good deal worker? Oh, my God. This guy right God. here. <sighs> Is like Lucas Myrtle on steroids, okay? Your I head is getting bigger you. than it already is, and look, you got a pretty big head oh right my. now. Look, look, oh just ask. kev I have helped oh him with some of his deals? Oh my god! I will. I, yeah, dude. You I'm, know what? I'm, that you deal with you, at you beat
0: point, <laughs> At this point, I, I mean, I'm sure that Travis can get the deal done. But honestly, at this point, the energy I'm getting up, like, I think that this needs to be like the trio.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. What the fuck is so, Justin like, gonna you, do? Exactly. Like, oh, no, like, look, no, bro.
0: Like, no, dude, it's just it's presence. It's a presence <laughs> thing. Like you don't just you don't just come at this guy with one yeah. person expected look. To, but, Nah, you come at him with a whole team. You're like, bro, let me explain something to you. It's not me telling you what we're gonna do. It's it's we're all going to tell you how. Look, good cop, bad cop. You know? You're the bad almost cop, like Travis. Sm- I'm good cop. Like a, yeah, it's it's like a, it's like a small mob, you
1: know. Yeah. Okay. And I could look him right in his face and go, look, man, I know you got four Ferraris and two Lambos. I know how much money how much money you're making. Oh, fuck with my boy.
2: I'm going to need you to peel a little off from the first two races because I know you're going to get that win bonuses.
1: Yeah, after you win Southwick. <laughs>
2: and I'm going to need you to help my boy out here so he can help me Help you, help him, help you, okay? Wow, that
1: was a whole lot of helping going helping. on. I got lost there. But
2: everybody's helping yeah. everybody with handies at, jerky oh. off, at jerkymeoff.com.
1: Oh, yeah, that's got to be the sponsorship, too. <laughs> yes, that's who we need to. We really
2: need to get them on board here. We got to call them. If anything, just for content. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by jerkymeoff.com. I, I
1: <laughs> There's no way that gets demonetized on YouTube Not at all. At all. Dude, OnlyFans, that's where it's going, <laughs>
0: And that's, listen, that's, that's a deal just for Joey. Like that Chicks. deal is just for Joey. Like that's like, <laughs> like just Joey himself. Like, I mean, listen, Joey's going to be a big factory rider in, in, in arena cross coming up next nice. year, but, but wait, listen,
2: wait, 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 <laughs> pause, pause. What? Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> Bro, bro. He's listen. He's big dog out there.
1: What
2: what, what what class? Are, what arena? Like C class? Like Hoosier or?
1: Hoosier Arena now, Cross no, Nitro? Which on? one? <laughs> C
0: class <laughs> C class at Hoosier? Look, what, what? Joey Joey's here?
1: a B rider. Let's be calm down. I I don't
0: I don't know all the details. I just know that Joey is a factory rider. Oh, and this is this is this is factual. I mean, legit. Like, listen, the boy can the boy can lay some laps <laughs> out. So so don't be counting them out. But I think yeah. Aside from racing, I like. You know, they should sponsor him for the racing. But I think they should just sponsor him just because he's Joey. Like, I, I don't see why not. I, I see the return on investment being freaking
2: huge. Here's what we need to get Joey. We need to get him some pit vipers <laughs> no. with with jerkymeoff.com and some jorts across on. Oh. them
1: and some jorts
2: just across the eyes. So kind of like um, kind of like Talladega Nights when he's got the Fig Newton thing across the windshield. <laughs> He'll be like, "Man, I can't see shit in these pit vipers, but I do love
1: jerkymeoff.com.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> just every time you walk past the Wageman brothers, just give them the bird.
0: Yeah, there we go. Oh. That too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, Our jerky yeah. sucks Jerky
1: me off Jerkymeoff.com
2: Motherfuckers Yeah Oh my god yeah, Oh dude beef, yeah. beef jerky beef In the In the supercross pits
1: Oh wow Holy shit Yeah Logan Cardow Eat your heart out You
2: wanna talk You wanna talk about A fucking TikTok channel Right there Oh
1: boy Oh boy The Su-
2: Supercross beef this this, this this
0: This This conversation Has turned
2: <laughs> This conversation Has gone in the Perfect direction Because we're making Money moves here As far as I can tell <laughs> Like we're we're getting we're bringing you sponsorship into the series. We're I mean we're doing lots of big things here. Yeah, we're just fucking making money. moves. We're getting you some money peeled off from fucking hurlings that fucking what it, European fuck. I mean, <laughs> you okay, you know, did you I'm, have a stroke? <laughs> Dude, I'm tired over here, man. Look, man, all I know I told is, you I slept through the LCQ, all right. Look, Let me man, alone. all
1: I know is once Scott gets that phone call from the Dutch number, we need to be the first person he calls afterwards. I need you to just
2: forward that number to me and I'll make your deal happen, all right? Yep.
0: All right, all right. I mean, hey, I don't listen, it it is it might be an interesting phone call. I, we're we're gonna see how it goes. Because there's like you can't just expect somebody to give up their national number and not have something to offer in return.
2: Here's here's what I'll say, if it if it goes south, let's say the talks go south, and let's say Davy Coombs calls you, Fuck that guy. wanting you to give the number up, then you need to say, yo, I need to talk to my manager, and then there needs to be a three way with me on there. Uh,
0: uh, I I think I think that you meant to to say a, a call including a call.
1: <clears throat> yeah,
0: I just need yeah, you said three for the sake of. For the sake of YouTube, put it that way.
1: <laughs> Look, Scott's always. I just, need,
0: I just need to be.
2: I just need to be included in jerkingmeoff.com. Okay. You know what? It's uh, fine. Okay. You know what? You know what I'm saying. You're picking up what? You know what?
0: That is. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll I'll let you have that. That is all you, big dog.
2: <laughs> oh boy. We are following them on Instagram. Jerky oh, well, I bet You are. I, no! I, I bet you. I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, is your mom there? Um
0: uh she's she's pumping gas currently um we're uh we're 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 in we're in the uh we're in a gas station right now heading back home in georgia
2: stick your head out the window and tell her travis says what's
1: up don't do that scott
0: (laughs) mother travis says hello
1: (laughs) that was so respectful (laughs) that was way that was so respectful that was more respectful than i thought it was gonna be
0: my mom, but listen, my mom's not thrilled with me right now because she's pumping gas right now in a slightly ghetto area.
2: Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, you probably should get out of the car and hold the gun. Duh. What are you doing?
0: Uh, uh, you mean taser. I, I, listen. <laughs>
2: No, uh, I mean gun. Uh, oh. Which, by the way, uh, if you uh, need if you need listen, something to carry that holstercode.com, dot com sponsor of the show. Make sure to look them up. Oh, there you
0: go! Oh. 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 Look at that! Look at that.
2: Wow. look at that! Even when he's tired, he plugs him, baby.
0: Oh, fire! Oh.
2: Wow! <laughs> for all your needs of to hold things that go bang God, bang. God, I don't and get why we boom. don't have more views. I don't get it either. This is a great you know, show. You know,
0: honestly, the thing is is you know you? it sounds like you need a little bit of a pick-me-up you need something to, like i don't know to help you get shit
1: done oh wow there God, we go just on fire hey
2: in all fairness
0: wow
1: they are not following me on instagram i don't think they do have a good drink though uh, uh
0: all right all right listen we're, we're gonna get this all hashed out
1: <laughs> are we getting another sponsorship is that what scott just said <laughs> did he just dog? offer us a sponsorship
0: yeah, no no we're, we're gonna get this all hashed out i can't i can't promise anything but we're gonna get you hashed out all Ooh. right Now, scott that's not
2: the attitude we like to have here at the moto aftermath show okay I'm, i come on the phone hot uh, telling bro, you right, i'll right, knock listen, out bro, this fucking getting, 84 number checks. deal
0: listen we're getting checks like we're getting at this point you know we're, we're just getting it from everywhere
1: balls are in the air There's a bunch of balls in the air
0: Oh, uh, man.
2: Scott, we'll let you go so you can go protect your mother from whatever's <laughs> happening at the gas pump there. Nice save.
1: <laughs> uh, d- dude, listen. My mom,
0: she'll beat someone up. I'm sure she will. I'm scared Look, of All I know
1: is when we were in St. Louis last week before we left, got in the, got in the truck, Travis asked me, Should we bring guns? And then I was like, Nah, hey. man, we'll be fine. We get down to St. Louis no, and he goes, listen, We should have brought guns. I.
0: I really hope that we never, ever return to (laughs) St. Louis. And that's not because I had a bad weekend there. That's because someone got shot right outside the stadium. I don't know if you guys knew that. No, I didn't know that one. Oh, I can do you you one better, buddy. Someone got shot right outside the stadium.
1: I can do you one better. I was at Archview at the qualifier back in 2010, and the mayor got shot right across from the track. It's awesome.
0: Oh. Oh,
2: man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah st louis is a great place yeah hey i'm not sure i, I mean i know you didn't uh so so last week I, i'm with you in the st louis we, mm-hmm. we probably don't need to go back there so um, uh, like oakland our, our food options to oh, eat Jesus. at the stadium were hot dogs and chicken tenders and out expired <laughs> and chips. expired chips and then our drink options for soda here get this you ready all
1: doctor right,
2: right. dr pepper Diet Dr Pepper and RC, and RC Cola. <laughs> They'd probably been sitting in those refrigerators for oh a good my ten months. God. It was awesome.
0: Listen, dude. Listen, dude. If you didn't go with the chicken tendies and the RC Cola, you were doing it wrong. Oh, we did, I did. but we unfortunately, did.
2: it wasn't. It was not pleasant. No, it
1: wasn't. It wasn't good, man. It
2: was not pleasant. The dome no. at the center oh. of the Americas was. It was rough. Oh God. Yeah. It, it was second I, second only to Oakland, and that was because I felt slightly safer in St Louis than I did Oakland.
1: At least the pits are nice though
2: yeah thumbs up
0: i've never listen i've never been to oakland but
2: uh you don't want to go
1: don't go don't go
2: trust me just skip that don't do it don't do it been there um let me let me just feed you a little story there so number one the starbucks that i was i was sleeping in a in a parking lot in the morning because i flew in from vegas in the morning Uh, So while I was waiting for the stadium to open, I was sleeping in the rental car in a parking lot of a closed Walmart and the Starbucks that I was also right next to got robbed that morning. Um, then, uh, when you drive to the stadium, it's nothing but tent city all around it. And then when I got ready to leave, I didn't realize that the airport was not open 24 hours a day. Uh, so I ended up returning the rental car and sitting not in the terminal, but in the front area of the airport, uh, where it was me and about 26 of my closest friends, including about four homeless people, um, who were sleeping in there. I mean, I wasn't sleeping. I, I just stayed up all night. I worked on my computer, uh, but yeah. Needless to say, it was it it was rough. Wow! Wow! No,
0: this, this is the kind of insider knowledge that I need.
2: Yeah, you don't you don't need to go to Oakland.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. Me. I don't know. I keep going back there. We're beginning.
2: not going back to Oakland.
1: <laughs> Shouldn't go back to Detroit either.
2: So yeah, yeah. So pretty much goes like Oakland, St. Louis, Detroit. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> <Just> wipe <laughs> I, those off the map.
0: I didn't, I didn't have any issues with Detroit.
2: Eh, I just am not a Detroit person. I mean, that that part of town isn't terrible, but it's not right? great.
1: I think it's more – a lot of people say that that don't live in Michigan, but I think it's because we live in Michigan. We know the ins and outs of places like Detroit. Yeah. And I think that's why we have the views. Like, I imagine, Scott, with you living in Florida, there's probably a lot of places down there that you'd be like, yeah, seems great when you go there. And then when you actually know about it, you're like, nah, not so much. Listen,
0: I mean, you know, you can tell me about – I'll tell you,
2: don't go to Ybor City in Tampa at night. Just don't do it. I'm sold. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't worry. I've been in Tampa since I was probably younger than you, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> so that's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. Ugh. So, alright, man. Well, we appreciate you uh, picking up for us. Thank you for your insights. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for the laughs, and uh, like I said, remember, when you need that deal done for the 84, just call me.
0: Listen, I'm telling you right now. Somebody, somebody, even that, like, nah. it just
1: Scott's nah. ready for it. We're about I, that life.
0: I'm not. Listen, I I am ready for it, and I'm not giving up that number very easily. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, fuck you, Jeffrey Hurlings and all your KTM money.
2: Can we just tell him like, when Ukraine invades, we're not coming to help if he if he doesn't pay up for that number? <laughs> <It's
0: not real. laughs> I mean, I mean, listen, I I can imagine that that if I don't let them take it, that. You know, if I ever need a part and I ever go to
1: ask, ask, no.
0: ask, ask, the answer no. is going to be a resounding no.
1: 100%. I'm gonna have to go back. I'm gonna have to start writing Kawasaki's or something.
0: <laughs> I mean, trust me, they're really not really very, very happy to give parts anyway, but uh, I've already found that out, but that's okay. Yeah, whatever. So,
2: all right, man. Well, thank right, you. We thank appreciate you. it. Good luck at the rest of the rounds. Good and luck, we'll bud. talk to you soon, okay, buddy? All righty, guys. Thanks. See you. Yeah. Bye. All right, Scott you, everybody.
1: Always a good phone call. Always a great phone. Always call. a great phone call. God, I can't can't wait for that uh, that conversation with Jeffrey Hurling. It's gonna be great. You know, it's funny when you met when like when we first said something like before we went on that call. Like I didn't really think about it because it was just kind of like oh joking around. And the more and more I started thinking about it as we're sitting there talking with Scott, I'm like, yeah, that's gonna be a thing. But yeah. Uh, I don't know I'm God that'd be that'd be an interesting turn of events though but yeah uh, for anybody that doesn't think that that kind of stuff you know doesn't happen it's totally a thing and especially when you're somebody like Jeffrey Hurlings who's only ever had two numbers in his entire career 84 to 841 well those happen to be by two people um, but yeah in, in all seriousness I really if he comes over here if he really is coming over here I I expect that phone call. Like, I really think that Scott's going to be getting a phone call about that number. More but than I, likely. But I totally understand where Scott's coming from, man. He Like you said, he was going into asthma attack, heat exhaustion. He he had a rough year last year to get that number. So, you know, in, in all seriousness, uh, I don't blame him.
2: $250,000 will change my mind about anything.
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to have to be six digits. It's not like, you know, like I said, if Scott – if it was anybody other than Scott, like somebody that was like on a you know, a satellite team or whatever, or a privateer effort team, it'd be one thing. But some you know, Scott being full blown privateer, even getting the help from Ted and all them, like, no, I'm not just giving up my number that I just busted my ass for my you know, entire life.
2: Like I said, three three years of racing where I don't have to worry about expenses seems like a really good deal.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Probably a lot of people are gonna hear this and think we're joking around, but uh it's not a joke. Yeah. If Hurlings comes over here, he's gonna want that fucking number. Yep. Because like I said, that's the only number he's ever had other than 841, and that was like one fucking time. Mm-hmm. He's going to want that number. So, I mean, good God, he n- likes that number so much that he doesn't even run the number one plate when he won his championships. He mm-hmm. runs 84. So, uh yeah, no, anybody thinks that we're joking when they hear this, it's not a joke. Like, if Turlings comes over here, he's going to want that number.
2: Yep. So, all right, let's move on. Let's recap 250s here. Uh 250 recap brought to you by our friends at Holster Co., who did I say was bringing us uh, JT? JT 450? Cycle? Yeah. No, who brought us uh, who, who brought us Scott Meshy? Did I say anybody? I don't remember. Uh, all right, Gutterworks, Gutters, bringing you uh, the Scott Meshy interview. So thanks to them, Kayla and Josh. Thank thanks. You. Thanks, everybody. Check them out. Uh, Gutterworks with an X, gutters.com. And uh, Holster Co. bringing you our 250 race recap here, uh, bringing you Kydex. Uh, providing you with kydex holsters for things that go bang bang and boom boom and bop bop and bop bop uh so make sure to check them out at miholsterco.com they're having a sale right now how much is that sale i don't know Oh, okay. i just saw it was a sale. Oh. so anyway uh 250 race recap from atlanta First east-west showdown.
1: Man, the Hunter brothers got a real good start in that main. Dude,
2: Hunter's brother can fucking ride. <laughs> I'll be dude. real honest, with, be real honest with you. Hunter's brother is
1: a good fucking rider. Hunter's
2: brother is a good fucking rider. Uh, no, so uh, interesting day for the jet. Um, uh, how does heat race go? God, I'm blanking right now.
1: While he uh, first turn crashed him and yes, fortner. well right. they didn't come together but uh
2: no it was rj
1: yeah but for- him and but fortner was on the you know he was right there with jet and stuff yes. and uh so yeah it was mm.
2: it was a long day for jet so so heat race he goes down the first corner comes from dead last to third i think right yeah Did he do that? no no f- fifth, uh, fifth fifth yeah dead last to fifth um which wasn't really that tricky for him but whatever uh then in the main um Gets loose in the whoops. Start. Yeah, yeah. Good, and then get, yeah, then gets loose in the first set of whoops and on the second lap, third lap, whatever, and just uh gets into some of the soft stuff, pushes the front end again, yep. goes down, and uh yeah, then it then it's on on the comeback and comes back from fifteenth all the way to third. Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked at lap times, obviously. We said we were doing this post race, so we literally haven't looked at anything. He was uh he was moving out. Oh, for sure, he was fucking on the move.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing that I tried to been. I tried to say when we had this conversation. Everybody was talking about the East West showdown. Now, even though the track came around, it did dry up a little, you know, quite a bit. But obviously, it was still greasy in spots because that clay is so sticky. Um, who knows what it would have been like had this been a completely dry race. Mm-hmm. But everybody builds up these East West showdowns. Oh my god, it's gonna be a battle between whoever's first on the East Coast. It's gonna do this. It's gonna do that. And it's been a very long time. You can go back in the history books and look at the East-West showdowns. It's been a very long time since we've actually seen the two points leaders of each coast battle. Honestly, we were two laps away. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Because Jet Jet was coming. You could say this, though. Here's here's the thing. You could say, though, the only reason we were two laps away, though, is, is because Christian had gone down. When Jet got into third, if Christian had not gone down, he would have been at like eight, nine seconds back. So you can look at it as yes, we we could have had it had we had another Mm -hmm. lap or two, but you also can look at it the fact that Christian went down, so that's why I was only so close when Jet got into third. I just I never was under the impression that we were actually going to see Jet and Christian really battle, even if it was a dry race. Who knows? Maybe, but because they had such a big points lead now, and once again because normally when we don't have this race until the end of the year, yeah, but um. I don't, well, but you
2: can't say that, because there were years in the past we have four of these things.
1: That's true. But, once again, you rarely ever see the two top guys have a crazy battle. Yeah. Because some shit's always going wild, you know, somebody always comes out of nowhere, like, a la Jeremy Martin in, what was it, 2017 in mm-hmm. Indy. Like, we we don't, we rarely ever see the two points leaders have this crazy battle. And then of all fucking people, like, Hunter comes out and just fucking dominates, kills it. I mean,
2: great. and I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise. Craig was on him, yeah, and, and he Hunter was away from Craig. he was, he was. So
1: I mean, Hunter's been. Where's that him? been all year? <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I don't, I don't know Hunter, because if
2: Hunter rode half as good as yes, Hunter's brother it rode. Would, <laughs>
1: All year. Look, That's if Hunter uh, rode half as good as he's had these last two weekends, this would be a completely different conversation. Yeah. You know, Hunter's got two. He's got two wins. No, three wins now.
2: Hunter's a good. I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to be real honest with you. Hunter is a
1: good. Hunter's super a good rider. fucking super. Cross. But he's got three wins now, right? Yeah. Three wins. Okay. So Christian has what? Seven. No, six. Six, right? Six wins? No, he's got to have five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, Hunter's got three. Yeah. Because yeah, yep, he yep, ten races. Yep. So. so, yeah, I mean. I don't know. Hunter's been good the last two weekends. And I know that people were like, well, he got a kind of gifted. Look, bro, he did not get a gift today. No. He just straight up fucking won that race. If you want to talk Seattle, fine. Moseman, bent rear brake, okay. Mm -hmm. You can come to me with that argument and be like, yeah, okay, logically, you might have a point. Hunter, straight up, was the best dude today. I I, I don't want to get in the argument with anybody that, oh, Jet did this, Jet, look jet fucking rode phenomenal all day long but jet also put himself in shitty situations hunter didn't so anybody that Mm -hmm. wants to take this away from hunter go fuck yourself like hunter killed it today and all and i'm only saying this and i'm always so fired up about it because everybody kept talking oh it's gonna be jet or it's gonna be christian it wasn't either of them dude straight up beat both of them and that's the end of that conversation i thought it might have been moseman because he probably should have won seattle yeah But Mosman did Mosman things today. Yes, he did.
2: Yes, he did. He did Mosman things. Pierce Brown was down in the brown.
1: Pierce had a rough
2: day.
0: Pierce had a rough day. It started
2: in practice when he went down on the bridge in the first lap, and it just continued to spiral from there. Um, uh, Forkner made a triumphant return. Dude, that heat race was crazy. Heat race was wild. And it almost ended completely on the last lap though almost <laughs> it was almost he came back for like four laps of a heat race <laughs> like, and then he almost
1: he almost took out rj in the process yep
2: yep so um but he i mean that was a good comeback day oh, for yeah. him. yeah
1: yeah i mean jet's gonna win this title pretty convincingly i know that you can go back and look at like all the different things that happened but once again he made it through the entire season he won <laughs> it it just does make you wonder that would jet still win this title probably but I have a feeling that if Fortner rode this good in his first – and I honestly think that Fortner, he just faded at the end of that main. He's been off for a month. I don't know how long he's been back on the bike. That's something I don't know. Yeah. Would Jet still probably have won this title? Yeah, probably. But I have a feeling that if Fortner would have been there the entire year, I think it would have been a whole hell of a lot better season. It would have been a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Fortner would have couple, took a couple rounds. So it kind of – even if you're not an Austin Fortner fan just in the aspect of racing, it sucks to see that Fortner rode this good his first race back in a month – What we could have had. Yeah. If he just wanted to be that basic, what we could have had had he not got hurt, and we're not going to rehash the whole him and jet thing. It is what it is. It just sucks on the aspect of we got kind of robbed of seeing some good racing. And we've seen good racing the entire year, but it would have been a lot better. Mm -hmm. And the same thing you can say McAdoo, getting hurt last weekend. Yeah. Dude, McAdoo had a great Indy. Who knows what would have happened the last two weekends. Mm -hmm. I think with the way jet with what happened last weekend in St. Louis, if McAdoo would have been there, McAdoo probably would have won that race. Yeah. So it just kind of sucks, um, but good to see Fortner back. It's always good to see more parity, and who knows? Another week on the bike, maybe we, you know, maybe we see some fireworks in Foxborough. Maybe he gives Jet more of a run. Maybe we, you know, we don't see Jet pulling, you know, pulling away and winning these races by however many seconds. Um, so if Fortner can just stay healthy, and this time it wasn't his fault for the first time in a long time, why he mm-hmm. missed this year? Um, we just want to see him healthy because when he's healthy, we obviously know how fast he is. So
2: yeah uh craig had kind of a quiet day yeah there wasn't anything really stunning i mean he he won his heat so that was whatever uh but outside of that very quiet mm -hmm. he was i know he's a california dude so he's not used to riding muddy sloppy conditions like this but he didn't really do anything spectacular today he was just kind of there
1: yeah i mean you got something in your eye bud no
2: i'm trying not to see.
1: oh um yeah, it, it makes me wonder what his mindset's going to be for these last two rounds that he's doing in Salt Lake and Denver. Yeah, what his attitude's going to be because it's what, how many points is it now?
2: Uh, twenty twenty three. Okay, twenty
1: three. So it, I don't know. I mean, I do, I do wonder if he's going to, um, if he's going to go in and he's going to try to have the the mindset that hey, I'm going to just keep trying to win these races or if he's just going to go in and like hey, Hunter's out front, Mosman's out front. I'm going to lay back. I don't know. I don't I was very unimpressed with the way he rode today. I know he got second. I know he won his heat race, but I just there was no point today that I watched Christian. Even even in time practice when when Nate went out and put it on top of the board for the West guys. You know, obviously everybody who watches this show knows I'm a firm believer in Nate Thrasher, but like I wasn't really expecting that. So, at no point today was I going, "Oh yeah, I definitely see Christian winning this race." No,
2: no, there wasn't any of that today.
1: And it's not taking anything away from him. He got second. He did what he needed to do. He 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 won his heat race. He got second. He didn't obviously extend his points lead, but he didn't blow it. Yeah. I just I didn't really feel at all today that I'm like, "Oh yeah, Christian's going to win this main." I was never no. in the mindset that he was going to win the race.
2: No, no. It was And it's funny because <sighs> as good as all the West guys were, at no point was I like, man, their head and shoulders better. Like, well, no, and you also got to look a at weird, weird situation. Like, okay,
1: so take out Hunter because we've established that Hunter did what he needed to do. He won the race, fair yeah. and square. So take out. So then you go through the you go through the rest of it. So you look at Jet. So crashes comes from fifteenth to third. Fortner coming back after his first race in in a month. Yep. Jay Mart's not there. Pierce Brown. I. Fully believe that Pierce is dealing with some shit after what happened in Indy when he out himself into the ground. Yeah. I don't have any proof of that, so nobody quote me on that, but just looking at how he was from Detroit and then that he raced in Indy and then the last couple races that he's had, something is going on with him. I don't know what it is. Mm. Maybe I'm talking out my ass. I don't know if you see that, but he doesn't look the same guy that he did at those in Indy and Detroit. Yeah. McAdoo's not there. Yeah. Mar, Like I said, and RJ RJ's just one of those guys that, like I said, he can go from winning... And then riding like that. I still don't believe that the West is better than if you have all the East guys healthy. Mm -hmm. I I just don't believe that. I, I just don't. The West guys, yes. Jet was the only guy in the top five from the East. But, dude, if you just look at the way the West races have gone the entire year with those dudes and then you look at the East... I think you can visibly see that the East guys, it's it's they're faster the t- at the top. Mm-hmm. It's just there was a lot of circumstances today as to why Jet was only the third guy or the only guy from the East in the top five. So, you know, if you give me a fully au- healthy Austin Fortner, if you give me a fully healthy J. Mart, if you give me a fully healthy Cameron McAdoo, I I don't I don't know I don't know how that goes. I I really don't, and we're not gonna find out obviously. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean. The West was, yeah, they were better. They were better today. But, once again, this is not a normal Supercross. It'd just be like if we would have this race at Daytona. Not a normal Supercross. And we're probably not going to really have a good indicator come the last round because I feel like a lot of shit for a lot of people is going to be really wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So we could go to the last round and you could freaking see Joe win the race, which is nothing taken away from Joe.
2: Which he looked like he might have won it today. He, he, yeah, he, he looked really good. He had a good day.
1: Good. He looked really good. He looked... He looked so much more in control in this race. He looked like the old Joe Schmoda. Yeah, not blazing fast. Yep, nothing that's gonna blow your doors off. Just very in control, calm, putting the track together every lap. Joe Schmoda, yep. the guy that we want to see. Yeah, we don't want to. I don't want to see the Joe Schmoda we've seen for ninety percent of this West Coast. No, I don't want to see that guy. That guy doesn't do things. Nope. The Joe that we've seen last year, that guy. Is a podium guy. That guy is the guy that got his first ever race win. Yeah. Whatever this Joe Schmoda that he tried to be at the beginning of this year, we don't need to see that guy, because that guy ends up on his head more often than not. Yeah. So.
2: And can we just say R.I.P. to Phil? Poor Phil. Hashtag Phil. I really,
1: I mean, I don't know how bad that broken arm is, obviously, because we're doing this literally right after the race. It didn't look good. No. I hope for his sake that this is not going to put him behind for outdoors. Me too. But it's got you got to think. Okay, so we're sitting here, April sixteenth. The first round of outdoors is May twenty seventh, twenty eighth, I think. No, yes, the third, the, the final weekend in May. So it's got over a month and a half, pretty much. <sighs> yeah, dude, you got to think that he's gonna go into he's gonna go into to Paula behind the eight ball. There's no way he's gonna come in a hundred percent. Yeah. There's no way. Because you got to figure, if it's not not super bad, he's at least out for a month. Yeah. So that's going to put him halfway into May. Yeah. There's no way he comes into the first round healthy. Which really sucks because, depending on where everybody else is coming off injuries in the 450 class going in outdoors are, you almost kind of have to feel that Phil could have been a top 10 guy outdoors on that 450. Yeah. And now, he's going to be lucky to even sniff the top 10 for the first half or quarter of the season. Yep. So I just hope for Phil. I'm not a big Phil Nicoletti guy, but I don't want to see anybody get hurt. And like I said, that didn't look good. I mean, no. Phil's a pretty fucking tough dude, and he was in severe pain. Yeah. So yeah, he. Hopefully the arm, it's hopefully it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to really think of anything else that's crazy. I mean, Nate Thrasher, he looked fast as always, had some issues, but he was fourth.
2: Oh, fifth? No. I picked him for fantasy. It didn't do me a whole lot of good.
1: Well, he got fifth, so he got third place points. Oh, okay. So I mean I mean, that's kinda where he's been the entire season for the West Coast. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was he was good, top of the board in practice. Um, I'm trying to think of Pierce Brown was ninth. Jordan Smith did not make the main.
2: Neither did Maxwell. And can we take a second and talk about this? Max Voland didn't even make the show, let alone the main.
1: All right, so this do you, is, agree, this with, is, do you this agree with do you agree with what not I, a good look. Do you agree with what I was saying when we when we had this conversation about Max? The same thing with Joe, mm-hmm. kind of trying to just be fast and not really ride like Max Volan. We saw in St. Louis, it was bad. We saw in that first practice today, and I and granted, I got one practice day, so you literally had to go figure out the track real early, and it was he was the first practice of the day. But dude, you're a factory KTM boy, like. And this is, and I'm, and I'm going to say a name, and I'm not going to try to throw shade at this person, but a certain person on a one two five, got in, two guys did, mm-hmm. but one of them that doesn't ride a two stroke, Mister AJ Catanzaro, got in on a one twenty five. Yeah,
2: it's it's not a good it's look. It's not a fucking. I good look. I told you guys last week when we were in St. Louis, it's not a good look. It's not. K KTM doesn't have a good look this year. The KTM only guy you've bad. got, the only guy you've got doing anything on a KTM this year, is Marv. Yeah, who's a supercross-only guy, mm-hmm. who is, I'll put air quotes around it, retiring, mm-hmm. at least that's what everyone is saying, except for him. Yeah, He's not saying he's retiring. Everyone else is. It's not a good look for KTM. And thank when the God. guy you're shoving out the door is the only one still riding, the only one getting you any sort of fit, the only one to win a race.
1: And thank God. Fucking Tom VL just took over the points lead over in, K- over in the GPs and stuff because if he wasn't the points leader, KTM in general this entire year, it's not, not been a raging look. success. Not a good it's look. It's not a fucking good look. AP is going to be coming in high and behind the eight ball. So, like, I don't know how the first half of his season outdoors is going to go. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be great. Let's be real honest. It's not going to be like good. I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to be real, with real honest with you.
2: I don't expect a whole lot out of AP ever, okay? AP's a great rider. Mm. He might win a race. Maybe. Yeah. Like, And I'm talking between indoors and outdoors. He might win a race yeah. before his career is over. I don't look for him to do anything.
1: Yeah, but he's still a top 10 guy. I yes. understand what you're saying. Yes. but that,
2: that is that is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like he, he's a top 10 dude. That's it.
1: How insane will it be if we get to outdoors and all this shit that we're talking comes true about Kyroly and Hurlings and the KTM's two top guys over in America aren't even actually the guys who run their series? Yeah. <laughs> Because yep. like, that's their only hope at this point. Like, yep. before we move on to whatever we're going to talk about next, the last thing I'll say this is, is that KTM, their biggest hope right now is that Hurlings and Kyroly come over here and they're 1-2 and two after mm-hmm. round t- one. And then we get to round four and they're still 1-2. and two. So Kyroly decides, fuck it, I'm just going to ride the rest outdoors. Because right now, KTM going from being one of the most successful teams worldwide as far as motocross and supercross in the last however many years, 250 and 450. This is you want to talk about Coop having one of the worst title defenses? This has been one of the worst declines I've seen from a factory team in a mm-hmm. long fucking time. And this is coming from someone who couldn't couldn't fucking care less about KTM. But I can I can't imagine between Roger, Ian, Pit Byer, all these dudes, all the top big wigs. And all the all the engineers over over in KTA over in Austria, mm-hmm. what the conversation is right now because they cannot be happy. No, but, dude, <laughs> this isn't going well. I don't get it. Like I don't know how this happens. How does this happen when you have Roger DeCoster, Ian Harrison, and Pitt Byer?
2: Roger's past his prime. Let's just put that. And mind. I understand that he is step back. Roger's past. His okay,
1: past. so you take Roger out of it. He's still there in whatever his role, technical role is. We still have fucking Ian Harrison, who's been there through thick and thin. He's won all those championships with Roger. And then you have Pit Byer on the other side of the pond. Yeah. And I understand some jockeying has been going around over there at least between Gas Gas KTM and all that kind of shit.
2: Yeah, over there is really it's really a weird situation because you've got Kairoli retires. And then Hurlins then the gets, gets hurt. And, and then, then DeCarly goes yeah. to Gas Gas.
1: So Guadagnini and and, and Prado, Prado go. And, and the same yeah. thing. And they have to hire another guy and Simon Langenfelder. So, yeah, like right now, whatever's going on at KTM, I don't understand it. I don't get this. You Like I said, you want to talk about micro with Cooper Webb having the worst tile defense. Macro, KTM right now is do not.
2: Do you think it's a situation of they're too big? Like it worked, so it's worked between really. Gas
1: Gas Husky and ga- it's got to be
2: because let's face it, okay. Since they've brought on Gas Gas, mm. I mean, yeah, Coop won the title last year, you know, whatever. Because Gas wasn't it last year. The it last was last year, year. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Coop wins the title last year. Now we've got new bike, we've got new teams that we've just started in the last year, and this year there is any, on top of that. How is the Huskies? How have Hus, How is Husky done?
1: last Let's see. year and this year. Let's see. Uh, RJ has been shit. Uh, Jalik, shit. Styles might be the only, like, bright, shining spot, and that was one race Daytona. Osborne and he's is er- back. Osborne's done. Didn't he's an ambassador done. now. Dino has been just Dino, which is not bad, whatever, but, like, it's still not great. Yep. Uh, Mookie has been a shining spot. Yes. But still hasn't won a race, yep. so you have to factor that in. Mm-hmm. Y- you do. Uh, Barsha has been good, but still has not won a race. So, like... And then you talk about Mosman and Brown. Okay, they've been good. Mosman won a race, but where are they at in points? Yeah. And then you, the last thing you can go to is Voland. Yeah.
2: <sighs> I mean, here's the thing. It's, it's. I feel like it's a situation of they brought in the Gas Gas brand and then they robbed Peter to pay Paul. Mm-hmm. So they bring in the Gas Gas brand. Now we go from having TLD, KTM to TLD Gas Gas. Mm-hmm. We add a 450 guy. Okay, that's fine. Yep. We go to one 250 East, one 250 West Rider. Yep. Then we go over to Husky. What do they got? Three 250 guys?
1: Three 250 guys and two 450 dudes. Okay,
2: so we go to three 250 guys instead of four or five like we had. Then you go to KTM. All of a sudden, KTM in America does not have a 250 guy. Yeah. Then they sign Max Bolin just strictly on the fact that they didn't want to lose him. Yep. So they sign him, bring him up early. That's not going well. Like, we thought last year went okay for first year, but now the second year, not going well. And also
1: look at Husky. You can talk about they've gone through three team managers in yeah. four years.
2: There's a lot going on behind closed doors, in my opinion, for the Austrian brands here. It's crazy that I don't – it's just – it. Sh- I mean, how do you not – Like, okay, if you don't have budget – to do all of these teams with all these guys like then you need to reassess doing this
1: yeah it's crazy that this is the i don't know about any, any other podcast but like it's crazy that we've actually have not talked about this the entire year mm-hmm. i think you're on something with the whole there's too much too many too many balls in the air there's too much yeah. shit going on well and, and this then, is what happens when you get too big
2: yeah and now europe's starting to see yeah that here obviously because like now gas
1: gas is they're going over to gas gas husky Here's one for you. Husky technically doesn't even really have a factory team over there anymore. It's fucking, it's Kyle Wolf and uh, Rowan van de And they're on a completely, they're a Neskin or Nestin Husky. It's not even really a factory Husky squad. And like I said, your KTM, you went from having more dudes on factory bikes at KTM than any other team over there. And now you have one 250 guy and one 450 guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And your guy that has been your KTM backer and Claudio DeCarly has taken his ball and went over to GasGas. Gas. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on over there, but I I feel like all these bid manufacturers and obviously they never say this need to just follow what Bobby Regan has done at Star, mm-hmm. what they've done at Yamaha, because that if that's the blueprint, fucking follow that blueprint. Because whatever you guys are doing at KTM Husky and GasGas, Gas, I understand. If you look at it in the, in the micro, yes, there has been some successes in in. Like bright bright shining spots. But you don't have a fucking title winner. You don't mm-hmm. have a guy anymore that's leading the points. That's not a good look. It's just not. Yep. And I can you could say, oh, it's a new bike and it's this and that. The fuck do you think's gonna happen next year? Yep. What do you what do you think's gonna happen? It's gonna be the same shit all over again. Yep. And like I said, outside of hurlings and car and Kyrolli coming over here and racing our whole series, I don't think this outdoor season is gonna be too much better. No. It's not. No. So and who know? And once again, we also have to factor in how many dudes got hurt this year in the 450 class. Mm-hmm. So you add in all those other dudes, maybe you knock Barsha back even more spots. Maybe you back Coop back more spots. Maybe you knock back Marv even more spots. Yep. So like, it's not a good look. It's not. It's a weird thing to think about how much success between those three brands they've had. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to talk about Zachos championships, like I said, Coop's championships, Marv winning races and battling for titles, this and that. Well, and I mean, now- okay.
2: So think about it in, two- in terms of 250 over here. So, before we had Gas Gas come in, Husky had four to five 250 guys, yep. and K- TLD KTM had four to six 250 guys. So, that yeah. makes 10 or 11 250 yeah. guys. Yeah. Now, between KTM, Husky, and Gas Gas, we have six. We have six. Yeah. So, and you went backwards.
1: One, and one dude has been hurt the entire year at mm-hmm. KTM. Another guy in Styles Robertson cannot stop getting hurt. Yep. And then you also have Pierce Brown who is hurt seems like every other six months. Yep. So yeah, it's real good. Yeah, I dude, I don't know. It's it's a good fucking conversation and it'd be it's a crazy to me that this conversation has not been had, probably because people would look at us and go, that's fucking stupid. But it's a it's a true thing to think about. It is. Like I said, if you want to talk macro and everything that's going on. It, I don't know what's going on over there, but they got to change something because there's no way this can keep happening nope. and anybody being okay with it. Got to get their shit together. And I don't know. The last thing I'll say on this, I don't know if it's kind of like a Yamaha thing where the guys at the top, the ones that have been there for however many years, mm-hmm. you get the boot. You need to bounce. You need to retire. Because mm-hmm. Yamaha has proven that new, new way of thinking is the right way to go. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on. This is, and this is not a shot at Roger DeCoster. This is not a shot at Ian. Bang I, bang. I can't say anything about Pit Buyer because that dude just they still win championships Bolster over there. Code.com. How bang bang boom boom. Bang bang boom boom. But maybe, just maybe, maybe it's time for you to to let go. Yep. Maybe it's time. It's 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 something's got to change. Yep. So, so,
2: all right. Well, that was a good conversation to finish her off.
1: Um, yeah, I don't – I can't really think of anything else. Uh. A lot of guys kind of finished where they have, whether you want to knock back one spot or knock one spot up, just of where, like with the East-West shootout. Um. Josh Fries didn't make the main. Well, that's that was a little – Yeah, but, I mean, dude, he's been getting top tens on the East, so I would have thought he would have made the main. Hardy Munoz made it in. <laughs>
0: God, Hardy, Hardy. Love
1: that guy! I can't wait to watch him ride outdoors, just fucking banging off people the whole entire moto. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, club guys. Oh, Garrett Marchbanks. I know that he hasn't really done much this year. I I think he was f- fifth or sixth. I don't know about you. I didn't really see him the entire day. I don't no. really remember a time he was on camera. Nope. A little weird. Was not. a little weird. I don't. I don't remember. Like I just thought of this. I don't. I'm like, huh. I didn't see Garrett Marchbanks one time nope. today. Mm-mm. A little weird. A little weird. Yep. But, uh yeah, I mean, all in all, there was some craziness, but kind of uneventful, I guess you could say. Yeah. But whether you want, I guess you can chalk that up with the way the track was. I mean, Weather. Was, the track definitely got significantly better. I mean, Jesus, for anybody that hasn't seen the photos, they were under water. Water, Like yep, before we what, got started. Maybe four inches of water. Oh, it was a lot. Yeah, it was yeah, a lot. Was I a lot. Don't guess. Yeah. It was a lot. It was so. a lot of water. So shout out to all those guys at Dirtworks and all them. Fucking, they killed it yep but uh yeah i mean whether you want to chalk that up to just guys kind of settling into where they are or just track conditions um we get back to a normal foxborough normal supercross next weekend
2: maybe i mean we're still outside
1: yeah, I don't know what the weather's outside been like next week. I don't We're know what the weather's the been week like after in Denver. Yeah, I don't know what the the Denver We're one outside the last Salt one. Lake, Salt Lake, Denver could be interesting because I don't know if you've been paying attention to the weather. The West just got not in Denver, but like the West has just got hit with a fucking blizzard and like three feet of snow. Sweet. So snow we crossed. actually, we I did. We might be riding in some snow next week. I think Foxborough's going to be okay. It's probably going to be a little chilly. Um, do we have Kev coming on? Nope. All right. We have anything else? Anybody else coming on? Nope. We're All done. Right. Um, who are your winners for Foxborough? You probably think Jet, so I already know on that yeah, one. Yeah,
2: probably Jet and uh either Marv or Eli.
1: Not Ando? Nope. Why not?
2: Marv and Eli got good juju there.
1: That's true. Talk about the 27. Marv, yeah. Talk about the 27. Yeah. Um. You know what? I'll go. I probably think Jet's going to win it, but I'll just for the sake of it being different. I'll go Fortner gets it because I feel like Jet might put himself in another shitty situation and just realize I don't have to win this. Mm-hmm. I'll go Fortner and Ando. I think that Ando maybe gets off to a good start, gets another start, and realize, okay, I got a clear track. Um, I get the Eli Marv thing. I didn't think about that. Um, but, yeah, I'll just I'll go Ando and Fortner just because I think that Jet's going to be like, you know what, I don't need to win this. And the 450s, I don't know. Every time it seems like we go there, something wacky happens. Yep. So, who knows? Maybe some crazy shit will happen. Maybe Mookie gets his first win there.
2: It's not over till the fat lady sings.
1: Maybe Bogle throws some fat turndown wins <laughs> you, you, know you want talk to talk about
2: I don't want to talk about Bogle,
1: right A. Bogle A.
2: All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, episode 198. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks Thank to you. our sponsors. Links in the description below. Sorry this isn't quite as insightful as normal. Like I said, we're because of the holiday here, because... How many years has it been since we've had a race on Easter weekend? A lot. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, thanks for tuning Thank in. Thank you. We'll be back at normal schedule oh, yeah. next week. We'll be recording the day after. And sorry next, about so we'll no have... fantasy show, folks. Yeah, and sorry about no fantasy show. We had some scheduling conflicts come up Thursday, and then I was busy working yesterday. Yeah, we're all, and all we... working yeah. Friday. So, we'll be, back. we'll be back next week with a normal schedule of shows. Thank so you. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see everybody next week to wrap up Foxborough.
1: See ya i <laughs> a-